ever made a commitment, then realized you overextended yourself and couldn't follow through with that commitment? And when you failed to follow through, you felt guilty because you didn't do what you said you were going to do? Then that led to a deeper sense of shame because you were out of alignment with your core value of integrity? Then instead of facing it and making it right, you just kept avoiding it because you didn't want to have to face the thing that made you feel guilty and shameful. I did exactly that with this podcast in episode 18. I committed to publishing an episode of this podcast every Monday. I followed through with that commitment for precisely two weeks following that episode. Not cool. I've made it right with God and now I need to make it right with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making a commitment I didn't stick to. So here's what I'm committing to from now on. I'm committing to publishing episodes when I have something important or fun to share. For this podcast, I'm not going to commit to a specific schedule. I'm going to keep recording and publishing episodes, but I'll let the process be an adventure. That's what I want this podcast to be, a record of the adventure I'm experiencing while rising from stuck. I'm in the process of learning that I can accomplish more by doing less, so I'm working to simplify life. I'm being more selective in making commitments, and when I do commit to something, I do so with absolute resolution rather than a hopeful expectation that I'll be able to get it done. Five things are on my absolute resolution list. One, a Spartan obstacle course race that I've signed up for for April of 2024. Two, leading the league of adventurous authors, which I'm doing right now. Three, creating weekly podcast episodes for published before college. Four, finishing three books that I've started. And five, speaking at the Renewed Conference this November. What is the Renewed Conference? Glad you asked. The Renewed Conference is a virtual experience designed to empower and equip Christian women to know God more and be bold in their faith. The women I'm sharing the virtual stage with are amazing, and this is going to be an awesome conference. The best news is that you can join for free. Get yourself signed up, and we can hang out live in November. The other commitment I'll address today are those three books, all of which are very different. The first is Rise from Stuck, a novella designed to share the story of an author who escapes mediocrity and embraces productivity as a Christian author. The second is The Dragon Destroyer, the fourth novel in the Dragonstalker series I write under the pen name of D.K. Drake. And the third is a collaborative book I'll be contributing to entitled The Time Hacker's Blueprint, which leads me to the meat of today's episode. I signed up to participate in this collaborative book after interviewing my guest today, international best-selling author Linda Sunshine West. I aired this episode on Published Before College and believe it will benefit you as well. I think this collaborative book will be a fun step on my author journey, and it can be a great way for you to kick off your author career if you haven't yet published a book. You should check out Action Takers Publishing to see if they have any books you would want to collaborate on. Now to the interview itself. Hope you enjoy the conversation where Linda shares her writing and publishing journey, as well as three tips to help you market your book effectively. Let's get to it. Are you a Christian author with a book stuck in your head? Then welcome to Rise from Stuck, the podcast that shares one Christian author's conversations with God, conversations that are transforming the fabric of her soul and training her to trust God, respect her writing strengths, and do the work her dreams require. Come join me, Bonnie Jean Schaefer, on the quest to build confidence, courage, and consistency in the pursuit of God and our writing dreams in order to produce a steady stream of stories, recruit a rising river of readers, and sell an ocean's worth of books. 
it's time to snatch your pen, strap into God's Word, and grab onto my hand. Let's rise from stuck together. I am here today with a super special guest, Linda Sunshine from Action Takers Publishing. She is an author and a publisher, and I'm going to let her just share her really interesting backstory, tell us how she got into this whole business, what she's doing now, and she's going to give us some excellent marketing tips, what you need to do to market your book effectively. All right, Linda, take it away. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because, you know, our journeys in life, we don't know where we're going to end up or, you know, where we're going to, like, how did we get here? How did I get to where I am today? And so the story behind that is that I was never a reader and I was never a writer, never interested in either. I remember one of my friends, Kathy, back in like seventh, eighth, ninth grade, she always had a Harlequin romance in her hand and walked around like with her, you know, nose in that book. And I thought that was an odd behavior because I wasn't interested in that kind of thing. I was more interested in boys, you know. And so um, it kind of like just a little bit of my backstory. I ran away when I was five years old and I was gone an entire week. And, you know, I, I just went to the neighbor's house. So I was safe. That's always the first question people ask me, where did you go? Uh, but what happened while I was gone that one week was something that would change my whole life. And that was that nobody came to get me. So at five years old, this little five-year-old brain believed nobody came to get me because they don't love me and they don't want me around. So I spent the rest of my, you know, my next, I say the rest of my life, the next 46 years of my life looking for that narrative. People don't love me. They don't want me around. People don't love me. They don't want me around. So it kind of created this pattern within me. In 36 years, I was in corporate world. And of those 36 years, I had 49 jobs. Oh my God. I kept leaving. I know. I kept leaving. And I think that pattern that started at five years old was that like, they don't, you know, they don't appreciate me. They don't want me around. And that was a belief that I had. And so at age 51, we flash flash forward to age 51, when I hired a life coach and this life coach was what helped to like unravel things in my brain and have me start to believe in myself, to believe that people did want me around. And so my life started shifting at age 51. At that time, I was also breaking through one fear a day for an entire year. I realized fear was great, you know, just uh, controlling my whole life. And so I decided to break through those fears every day. That is one of the greatest decisions I have ever made in my life. It was a scary year because there were so <laughs> many things that were fearful every single day, you know, but it was, it was a scary year, but it was a pivotal your transition in my life. I ended up meeting somebody who became my mentor. He was uh, putting together a collaboration book and invited me to be in it. And I said, yes. And that was scary, you know, but I did it and I did it. And then at the end of that year, the same mentor said, you know, you should write a book about your year of fears. And I listened to my mentor and I did, I wrote a book called the year of fears. So after that, I was like, I was in a book. I wrote a book. What's my next natural state of progression? I'm going to put together my own book. I'm going to follow in my mentor's footsteps and I'm going to do what he's doing. And so I decided to put together my first collaborative book where I brought together some people I had met on this journey, the founder of Ugg Boots, the creator of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the inventor of the credit card magnetic strip, you know, all gentlemen that I met on this journey. 
And I said, I'm thinking of writing a book. Will you be in it? And all three of them said yes. And I was like, oh no, now I need to put together a book. You know, because I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue, but I had my mentor. I had his footsteps to follow. And so I ended up putting up that, you know, putting out that book, published it. I lost money on it. I paid more money to the ghostwriter, you know, than I made myself. But I was like, this was awesome. This was so much fun. And so I decided to do it again. And I did it with two more books. And those books I published almost exactly two years from today. I published those two books, eight days apart. Both of them hit number one international bestseller status in under five hours. Wow. That was when I realized I had something. Like I even said, wow, to myself at the time. I was like, wow, how'd you do this? You know? And um, that was that moment that I was like, this is it. I love what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. and I'm good at this. I'm going to do this full time. I'm going to jump into publishing. At that time, it was six years after I had left my last corporate job working for a judge in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. And it was at that time that I said to my clients, because I had women um, in a mastermind that I had been running for six years, I said, this Monday is our last day of the mastermind. I'm going to refund you any money I owe you because I am now a book publisher like that. That was (laughs) two years ago. And in 24 months, we have published 25 number one international best-selling books. Wow. That's a lot of books. I just, boom, lit a fire under me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the story of that. You know, it's a little long story, but that's, that's the story of how I got to doing what I'm doing today. And it's so amazing what can happen when we set our mind to it. Okay. So 25 international bestsellers in less than two years. Yes. Right. Number um, one international bestsellers. Number gotta one. Add that number one. Yeah. <laughs> got to get that in there. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Important number. With all of that, I know that you've clearly learned the marketing piece of it. So what are your, if we could only do three things, the top three things, where should we focus our effort and energy when it comes to marketing? Well, first of all, I would say, because it's interesting because I'm not a marketer, but I have been paying attention for the last you know nine years that I've been in as an entrepreneur. And for that marketing piece, one of the first things really is to start to talk about your book before you're even published it. You know, build that anticipation build that that notoriety uh build that so that you know people will see it because in um social media the way that algorithms are working nowadays especially is that you're lucky if five or ten percent of your list of people even see what you've posted and so with that said we need to put it out there and a lot of times people have a fear of i don't want to put it out there too much because you know, I'm going to annoy everybody, but the reality is that not everybody's seeing it. So you're not annoying everybody. So if, if that's one thing that's preventing you from posting, talking about it, you know, you got to get over that. You got to talk about it. If you think about um, in the old days when we used to watch TV, you know, yeah. TV, you have the same commercial that would pop up over and over and over again. And, and you did see maybe the same commercial three or four times in a 30 minute show. And that's because repetitive, we human beings need this repetitiveness in order for us to see it and to recognize it and then to start to believe it. And then to say, I want that, you know, so it takes that. So take, take that into account when you're thinking about publishing your book It's like, when you think about it, I'm having this, I have this idea, I'm going to publish a book. Like 
I don't, I haven't started. I don't know what I'm doing. And here's my idea. What do you guys think? You know, the book cover design comes out. Here's the design. What do you think of it? Or I have three different designs. Please vote for me. Tell me which one you like best because now they're helping you. So that's like one big, that's one big thing is to really start promoting it when you have the idea. And also what this does is this helps to keep you on track. Because if you're a procrastinator, like a lot of us are, you know, I'm a recovering procrastinator. Yeah. So if you're a procrastinator, then this holds you accountable. If you say it out loud and let that fear fuel you, let that fear fuel you that, oh crap, now I got to do it because I told everybody about it. (laughs) Let that fuel you forward because fear can fail you or fuel you. Having broke through, broken through 365 days in a row of fear, I know a little bit about fear and how to utilize it to move me forward. So that's that's number one. <laughs> that's the that's the short one. Okay. Uh, the next one is to think about who are some people that you can partner with about your book. So uh, a great example would be let's say that you're a mindset coach and you're writing a book about mindset. So think about some people that you can partner with that wouldn't be like a competition for you. I personally don't believe in competition because there's plenty to go around for all of us. But if we look at it from this perspective, instead of like partnering with another mindset coach is to find somebody who's maybe a life coach that can promote you. So find people that can JV partner with you, joint venture partner with you on your idea, your mission. They believe in what you do. You believe in what they do. You two come together and then find lots of those types of people that will be like, you know what? I'll win my book launches. Will you share the word? You know, will you share it out to people? So that's a great way to build like, because if you don't have a big um, social media following, how are you going to build that? It's by creating these relationships with these people that can help you to get the message out when it's time for your book to come out. So that would be the second top one that I would do. Um, another thing that you could do, this would be, this would be fun for a lot of people and like daunting for others is to put together your own book tour, you know, do a a little book tour in your own town, or maybe you have some people who live in different areas that, that would support your book tour or that would sponsor your book tour. Now book tour does not have to be inside of a bookstore. It's kind of cool if you do it in a bookstore. But just go to like a local coffee shop or put together something in a local library. If you're going to do it in a library, check with the library first. Because a lot of libraries don't let you sell your books at their library. So check with them on that first. But get your word out there by saying, I mean, it's kind of cool when you say, I'm doing a book tour. It it makes you sound like you're J.K. Rowling or something, right? (laughs) And people are like, you're doing a book tour? The point here is that we're getting eyes on us and people are seeing what we're doing. And this helps to elevate our credibility, which elevates our authority. And all of these lead to profitability. So getting yourself out there, get your message out there, be seen, be heard, let people know what you're doing. Find those people in your circle that will support you and share the message when your book launch comes out. So this will, these are three of the tips. You know, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of different things you can do. But these are three of the tips that will really help you to hit that number one international bestseller status. The last, I'm going to give a bonus tip. On launch day, talk about your book. Okay. (laughs) I've seen so many people that don't talk about their book and people aren't going to find out about it if we don't talk about it. 
So that's that's my final tip there. All right, excellent. And so tell us a little bit about your company and where my listeners can find you. Yes, um, Action Takers Publishing. And actually, I named it Action Takers Publishing because I was not much of an action taker. I was more of a procrastinator. And I actually had a program called uh, Procrastinators Anonymous <laughs> that, <laughs> that I ran. And um, so Action Takers Publishing, we're all about getting your message out there. Our mission is to empower 5 million women and men to share their stories with the world, to create a greater impact on the planet. We're at number 433. So we have quite a ways to go to 5 million. But as Les Brown says, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So that's where we are. We're in the beginning stages right now. And you can connect with us at actiontakerspublishing.com. You know, I'm the founder and CEO of actiontakerspublishing.com. And and if you haven't heard it in my voice, I, mean, I am absolutely thrilled about what I do. And I think finding that piece, that marriage of, I know what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing and I'm good at it. That's what's really helped to propel us forward as fast as we have. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing those tips and your story. And once again, that is actiontakerspublishing.com. Go check them out. And maybe there's a book there that you would want to collaborate on. There you have it. Three ways to market your book. One, Talk about your book before it's published to build anticipation. Two, partner with people who can share with people they know when your book launches. Three, put together your own book tour. And the bonus fourth tip, talk about your book on launch day. Since I like fun challenges, don't want to limit myself to fiction, and am fascinated by this collaborative book model, I decided to take some action of my own after this interview. I signed up to collaborate on an, on an upcoming book with Action Takers Publishing entitled The Time Hacker's Blueprint. Learn from the pros and achieve your goals. I'll thus be writing a chapter in this book and collaborating with the other authors who will be contributing chapters to sell the book. I haven't written my chapter yet, but I'm talking about it now per Linda's advice in today's episode. I encourage you to take a look at her website to see if there are any books you want to contribute to. It could be a great way to start your author career and earn that number one international best-selling author title. <laughs>